Hello. Am I... All right, I haven't podcasted. That was well, Halloween. Well, I guess since I was with you, that was Halloween. Right. I haven't done one since. I mean, I did Arabella, but I didn't put that up. But uh, uh, this is just a, a, I don't know if it's a teaser. I guess it's like a teaser for the season. <clears throat> I decided to do this one last minute because it's, well, not because it's my birthday, but my birthday is the mile mark. It's the marker for multiple things. I think the first thing being like, I'm born on a solstice. I'm also born on a cusp. So I'm always teetering on something good and bad. <clears throat> I mean that in a positive and negative way. And then um, the solstice, I feel like growing up, well, the joke being like, I'm born on the shortest day the longest in, day? in the year. Oh, the shortest day. It's just like funny. It's the shortest day. Mm -hmm. And it's the official day. Of, it's the beginning of winter. Um, and then, yeah, that's just been my life. But then the I'm releasing my first anything, like, ever. Like, I put out Rock Show, but that was recorded over 15 years ago. That's more like vintage. But uh, this is like, granted, this is a cover song. It's like my first single from my first solo record. And it's very, Solstice had to be the day to do it because it's not just because it's my birthday, but because it's, I think, all of this working up. I did an interview with Jason about this, but not on purpose. He sort of just captured it, but he asked me why I was making the record, or he said, um, I, as I, if I remember correctly, it was like everybody let me down, and I had to do it on my, my own, but I had to do it on my own merit. And then uh, I didn't, we didn't make a list of questions, and when he asked me that, he was like, "Why did you? Why did you? Why did yeah, you decide and also, to do this?" And I was like, "Well, I no mean, one else is." As with do anything it. with the band stuff, falling apart. So you learned all instruments because that's how it worked out. That oh, that's how it always worked out, right? Like you, like literally, a okay, guitar player, songwriter, singer. Oh, I need to learn drums because the drummer didn't show up, or I need to know like bass. You know, just everything. Like oh, I you know need to do my own film and editing and everything else. You know. Oh, but then it's a skill that now you see that the, what the payoff yeah, it's is. It's horrible. Like, you know, it's like you're, it's you're your one man band, you know. You are, you know. I am. I'm a one man band, my business as a coffee person, my one man band as my musician, my everything. And uh, I know actually you told me eons ago, like even before we moved to New York, I thought you were, you were always like, you should just record an album and play everything for the nervous breakdowns or anything because people don't show up. Like, you know how to play everything. You should just do it all. And I was like, I don't think I could. No, I can't. That's crazy. Is everything? And it turned out I could never actually finish a record. 15 years ago, I was like, you know what? To do that. But it is very <laughs> impressive. I mean, I don't know many people that can actually play all instruments and also proficient at all instruments because, you know, it's, it's kind of rare, actually, I think. Well, that's because well, that's because of being left alone and because no one showed up. But that doesn't just mean <laughs> gigs. It also meant, like, the Praxis sessions, but no one showed up to. So 
something I want to clarify, not that anyone's going to listen to this, but it, I talked about it with Arabella loosely and just for clarity, like my journey in music, the last sort of like pronounced version of a band I had was Quitters and I t this song was something we played and I felt like we got along great with it. It was sort of like, it was a cover song, but we all sort of loved it and we all like, you know, like, it's funny, it's almost like the rock show of the Nurse Breakdowns. It's a cover, but everyone feels, you know, when it's go time for the Nurse Breakdowns to play that, it's like, it's almost like a violent song, but it's like you're, you have to be 150% in it. This song is more like, it sort of, it's like a loud tearjerker, but that band, I don't even understand how, I understand what happened, but I don't want to make drama out of it. So, long story short, like, that band didn't show up in a sense, and I had to pick up where it left off. But, like, this song in particular, I was like, oh, is this, am I allowed to cover this song if it was a band song? But it's like, no, it's as much anyone's song. Anyone else can cover it. It's been covered multiple times. I'm not the first person to do it. It won't be the last. So I just had to play my version of it. But then I had to learn how to play all those fucking songs. Like, how to play the instruments on the, this Sorry. particular song. <coughs> As you hack up, it's hack not up COVID. along. It's just, it's just <laughs> sinus infection. It's not COVID. It's just, so, I got tested, though. On top of the solstice, I'm going to get COVID from Lisa. And um, I will, speaking of pa pa passing. So... I'm putting the video out tonight. The single will be streamable on Friday on Spotify and iTunes, and then the uh, but the video will be up tonight. Um, the the last end credit that I just showed you, um, which involves so the whole song is based on like passing. It's sort of like a Eastern. There's many theories what the song is about, but it, it's just about passing over to the other side, and that uh, I think it's the six or the seven horses are on Earth, and you transcend and you look down, and you know life isn't quite over. It's just a bit of a passing. So I felt like my first single I wanted to put out wasn't working out. Like the video couldn't get made that Jason did, so I was like, wait. Is it appropriate? Is it kosher to put out a cover song as the first single? And secondly, this sounds like such a last song on a record. But I w and then I was like, no, why not work backwards and put something really sad out as the opener? So putting it out today, the reason I had to do it is because I wanted to put it out on August 3rd, which was the death of William Garvey, and that's at the end of the credits. William Garvey is the man that wrote the song, and he died, I think, in 2015 or 14. But the weird thing was, when I was laying down the vocals for the song, there's a weird sound. If you listen to the, the, I talked about this with Arabella because she knew William Garvey. That my sound engineer, um, Mitch, was like when I before I went to do the the vocal take, he was like. I really like that weird sound you put into the demo. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, it sounds like a tea kettle. Like, did you, how did you do that? 
I don't know what you're talking about. And we're in the studio, and he oh played God, back. Like He's like, do you hear it? And he was like, it's like... And I was like, play it again? And I'm like, I don't know. I said it must have been... It must have been my demo. I must have... I don't... I don't know, like, where that's from. And when I looked up my demo version, it's not on a track. I have no idea where that sound came from. And I was like, this is really weird. And it was right about before I went to the vocal booth. So I was like, everything seems to mean something with me. Like, nothing is a coincidence. So I was like, I'm going to Google this. And I, I know there's something about today that that sound is coming in. And I Google it, it was the five-year anniversary of the death of William Garvey. And I was like, he was like, what? And I was like, this is crazy. Like, I just looked up before I went to the vocal booth to lay down my last song, and it's like, William Garvey died today, five years ago. So, like, I know I was supposed to record this song. And I, the whole thing for me doing it, I just wanted to do him justice because everyone's obsessed with Q Lazarus, the woman that disappeared, but I'm more into the songwriter that passed away and I want to know more about him which is why um, so this is just like a teaser episode yeah. I'm doing right now but this week I'm putting out my interview with Arabella who was friends with him and she's an amazing artist and she gave me context to his life so that when I went I made sure I I did my research on him before I covered the song because I wanted to pay tribute to him so she messaged me and gave me all this information about him and that he was an artist, he was flamboyant, you know, um, obviously gay, but like didn't actually like Q Lazarus. And like he had a similar voice too, because I was like, oh, she has such a weird voice like me. And then she was like, no, he has, he has like your voice too. Like he had a really weird voice that works for this song. And he liked everything, like from, you know, fashion to photography and art. And I didn't even know he was a visual artist on top of it. So, yeah, he's amazing. So I just wanted to pay tribute to him. The other layer, so at the end of my credits, I put that. For the, if you're in New York, you do. It's a, it's a radiator. It's not a... I'm not being lettered with bullets. But maybe it's the other side speaking to me. You know, sound that was coming from your demo. It's like scratching. Like, what are the chances? And it's like you look it up and... And you're like, oh my God, it's the anniversary of his death, you know? It's definitely not coincidence, it's something else, you know? Yeah, I told Arabella that story. And on top, so that's, so when we made the mit, when we did the studio version, I asked Mitch, I was like, can you keep that sound and put it into the mix? So I produced the record, so I was like, I'm playing producer now. I was like, take, mm-hmm. can you take that sound and loop it and string it through the, so- through the song? So if you listen carefully, there was this oh weird yeah. ringing in the background. <laughs> like a tea kettle. And it's, it's William, I think, or it's Peaches. Like something. And then when I, but I tried to put the song out on August 3rd to commemorate that. And then that didn't work. So then I was like, oh, I'll do it my birthday, which is today. So today is actually, because of the theme of the song, it mm-hmm. works for me, works yeah. perfectly because Peaches died yeah. today, five years ago. And Peaches was my best friend, like my cat. I had her for, she connected me from San Francisco to New York and she stuck with me through all my versions of life. And 
she died her five-year anniversary death is like today and like it was traumatic and like I can't believe that was five years ago and I actually didn't prop I I grieved I mean I've cried I still cry about it but it happened on my birthday I came home I partied in Brooklyn I said goodbye to her and when I came home she was gone and then I had to fly out for my birthday flight to go to Vegas to see my mom and then you you were there but we were talking, you remember that? Well, we weren't, I don't think we were living together. Because we used to live then. together, so you know Peaches the no, cat, who was oh, like a marvelous cat. Oh, I love the Peaches, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, not at that moment, but the best, you lived with Peaches. I'm not a cat person, but like, I love Peaches. Lived, we lived years like, together, so. Almost like a dog in a, in a way. But, um, yeah, I remember, I remember that day vividly. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm still, like... I, I think I haven't even processed it yet either. Like I'm like I'm like what? But um. Yeah, that was that was really sad. But you know, it was her time, and you know whether she I don't know if she like decided to leave on that day. I mean, because she knew that you were leaving, and I was supposed to take care of her. She, you know, maybe she. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't have been there when she. If, she had waited because you would, we you know, went to, no, I wouldn't have been there either, right? Because he went to, oh, yeah, yeah. So none of us were going to be here. So she probably chose my neighbor was that day. Oh, it was yeah. like the last day you would have, you know what I mean? Yeah. She wants to say goodbye, you know, like in, in the right way, the proper like, Oh, completely. You know? yeah. And uh, she wants to say goodbye. And yeah. That's the right way, the proper way. And that's why, too, like you just said it. She wants to say goodbye. Yeah. So the, it speaks to the theme of the song, which is goodbye horses, where it's, it's sort of like, it's just, it's transcend, it's trans, it transcends, it's transcendental. So it's yeah. painful, but it's not, it's quite beautiful too, because I, it, you, you can't help when that happens thinking like, I should have been here or that, that's what I thought. And I could even process it. And I had to be on an airplane the next day. And I, wasn't sure I could, and my friend Larissa came in. She's an animal person. Like we were taking her to this, they'll yeah. cremate her, and like thank God that worked out. But it was like traumatic. But I still had to like figure out. Like I felt so much guilt for partying while she passed. But actually, what happened, and I know this for a fact, yeah, is that she, yeah, instead of she let me have a birthday. So like yeah. she, she stayed, she hung on just long yeah. enough to say goodbye. And also the thing about death too, it's like, it's never really the end. I don't think and it's really the end. Like we we talked about it. I always feel like she'll she'll come back in some form when the moment is right. You know what I mean? Like you'll like as a whatever, like a cat or whatever, and you'll be like, oh my god, yeah. you know. Just as with you know, people coming in and out. I think. It's never really the end. I mean, I don't know what religion that is. Maybe that's like Buddhist or whatever. It's like reincarnation. It's like they'll come back in some form or another. So it's not really like, you know, like the end, you know, in that way. So, you know, it's very mystic, though, definitely. I mean, even when you think about even how you found peaches, you know, which is kind of like, it's like she chose you, you know what I mean? Like you didn't choose her. Right. That's why I was trying to work on a, ch- a children's book about it because I didn't 
it was called How I, it's else, I have to finish it. It's called How I Found, How I Found You, parentheses, How You Found Me. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, the, I want to read this because it, I guess, it, I don't know if this is true, but so the, for people who don't know this song, it's by this person, Kate Lazarus, but written by William Garvey. I don't know if this is who wrote this, but this is, sounds sort of close to what's going on with the song. So it says, the chorus of the song is reference to the Hindu text, Bhagavad Gita in which the five horses that pull Krishna and Pandava, Prince, Arjuna's chariot are symbols of the five senses. The five senses keep us tied to the physical material plane of existence when you can transcend the limitations of these senses and achieve a higher level of consciousness and you're leaving, quote, the horses behind and, quote, flying over them. The song is about someone who was so, so affected by a loss in parentheses, a breakup question, they decide to give up the things that keep them tied to the world, to that this world by beautiful. emotion. It's fucking beautiful. And that's, that's crazy. That's essentially is what happened. Isn't it? So like, mm-hmm. And essentially what happened, so like, but I'm still reminding myself not to pretend. Melt down. I'm also like, I mean, I'm like crying a little. Like, as soon as this mic turns off, I'm like, <laughs> 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 I'm like I know, I'm crying. I'm going to, <laughs> if I get what happens is once I go into the detail then I start crying so I so I think I can get through this so I process with her passing and I want to say that the radiator is like peaches scratching at the door or something that when um, I was like shit I wasn't there I was like no I understand what happened she let me have my party and when I came back she was gone so um, I was able to say goodbye because I said before I went to the the bar to have my birthday party and I danced I had such a good time I danced I partied I kissed her bye bye I said I'll see you when I get home so it's sort of that like I I was able to tell her bye and I love her so yeah that's a and she, and she died that's the happiest an ending you, you know, can get it wasn't, with, uh, like, before traumatic. someone leaves you. Yeah. So you know, she 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 died with grace. You know, like a lady, like you know, <laughs> she was a lady. She's very elegant. Very dainty and elegant, yeah. I thought I thought all cats were like Peach's size until I realized she's really petite. I was like, that cat is huge, and I'm like, oh, Peach is just really mini and like fine boned. Okay, sorry, Peaches. Yeah. So the, I that's why it's being released today. And then, but there were so many, there's so many layers of passing. So you saw the video, right? So I just wanted to do a few oh, podcasts yeah, about the idea of passing and like yeah. um, art or like songs and anything well, as applies to music. Do you have anything? Today is Mark's, my father's anniversary, yeah. death anniversary, actually. He died on 1221 back in, I don't know, 1980 or something. I don't know. It was like eight, seven or eight years old. 
kind of ruined Christmas for me, really, <laughs> when I think about it. But, you know, I always remember this date. So, you know, I mean, of course I'm older, so it doesn't really affect me now. But it's always been on my mind, you know, like, like around Christmas time, I always had this sense of uneasiness, you know, and just like worry and stuff. Like, generally, generally find that things kind of go crazy. I mean, not just in a holiday sense, because everyone's stressed out, you know, holiday shopping and whatever. But I always feel like, you know, just people are tense and, or like there's something that's going to happen, you know, around this time. And it usually does, you know what I mean? Like something happens mm-hmm. um but you know i'm, I'm kind of like used to it now it doesn't like freak me out as much but you know but then you know 1221 is always like okay that's kayla's birthday and my dad died <laughs> call my mom because i gotta be like mom do you remember dad died today <laughs> you know <laughs> she's like yeah i visited the cemetery um well, i remember peaches passing away summer's uh winter solstice of course um but then there's always been something very very mystic about 1221 and actually today is like you know that it's 1221 2021 so there's like some kind of weird numerical thing so that's kind of like also kind of you know some kind of numerology part of mystical thing um but uh yeah i always felt especially today you know and also i never like i think it's been a while since i've actually hung out with you on your birthday right because you've always been Last time we were in Vegas, which was like f- four years, five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like you've always been away, so this is actually by just by chance because you're supposed to leave today. today. But you know, by chance we were supposed. And I'm like, oh okay. It's kind of like comforting. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of meant to be, I think. Yeah, I was supposed to fly out yesterday to be in Vegas, and like we can have cake for oh, the second time. Because now I'm throwing this podcast together, and then I'm putting the video out. You know, so this is great. <laughs> You know, commemoration, and, and I've I've see, I've watched. I had a early peek at the video, and I think it's great. Like I, you guys did a great job. Nero is amazing. Sarah did great, and like I'm like blown away by this video. The song is beautiful, but just the cinema cinematography. I was like, this shit is professional. This this shit ain't this shit ain't like you know. My friends got a camcorder and we're like filming in Bushwick in somebody's fucking loft and it's all crazy. No, this is like cinematography where I don't know. It should be like someone should win an award for this. This is I like it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So I'm very very impressed and I'm very proud of you. This song is amazing and this is a great way to like you know to start it off. I guess you know. Um, the saint on a camcorder. Saint on a camcorder. And that—that's the black party. That's—I think I post that on Instagram for like, what? The, what the fuck is the black party? And the black party is just Sarah, Nero, and me. And the other thing that happened during this time was like, my band let me down. Like it's like everyone fled, and then. My cinematographer and my producer fled for my film, so I was like, I don't have a film, and I don't have a band, I don't have anything. And then I was like, No, I do. I'm gonna produce. I'm gonna produce my own music. I'm gonna play all the instruments. But you know, I'm gonna produce my own film. Really, the only person that you can rely on is yourself, and it's always been like that. I had to learn so many terrible lessons yeah and i'm like oh right okay but then i'm like 
you know, it makes you kind of stronger and it like, you know, made you learn all your instruments proficiently. Well, I always think, yeah, I did that, but that's why I think like, there's like, the two, you put error, those two things are yeah. next to each other, like horrible lessons, lessons. and it's just like, there is nothing horrible about a lesson, because a horrible lesson, and I apply this to business, I apply it to like music, I apply it to love, once you experience quote, a horrible lesson, that's also the most invaluable lesson, and that's a lesson that, um, you know, like even for you, you know, the other layer for like the passing part, it's just not music because you, we were, when we were walking home mm-hmm. together, to, I mean, walking to my apartment just now, you're like, oh, that's the year I broke up with my boyfriend of like many years. But it's like, that's a hard lesson. Like, that's a lesson. Oh my God. You will never forget that. Whatever you learn, it stays with you and you're, you're a better person because of it. But, you can like say thank God say the next day, years. the next week, the fine. next year, even. Oh my God! I'm yeah. So it's like, right. but that you wouldn't be who you are if you didn't go through that that lesson. Invaluable. It's not a horrible yeah, lesson. It's like an invaluable, mm-hmm. invaluable. Yeah. Because if you see yeah. someone else going through it, it's life lessons. Like, oh, you could help them, but it's like, you, but you, the only way you could tell somebody what's happening to them is because you mm-hmm. you could tell them what you what took you yeah. years to learn in one or two sentences yeah. to be like this right. is what you need to do you need to get the hell out. You, you know what i mean like this is what's happening because that's yeah. ha- that's well, really that's powerful wisdom like, no i'm speaking age, you can say i'm speaking from which is I, i've just realized like, well now that you're my age <laughs> I just, re- re- yeah, but you're so, you're like the late part. We're only less than your part, you know, but I just realized, actually, I was like walking today and I was like, like, oh, it just dawned on me that I have so much wisdom, like totally different from how I was like five years ago or like, you know, but also like with everything when it comes to like relationships, work, like just like ways of thinking. It's like you build up these, you know, experiences and you're like, okay, this is wisdom. Like, oh, now I understand, you know, like what my mom was talking about. Because, you know, your mom is like the wisest person. Well, our moms are like the wisest people. Like, oh, now I understand what they say when they said, you know, like, you know, don't do that or like don't trust whatever. And I'm like, it's because they went through this and it's like wisdom. And like we're getting to that point where like, it's like sage, like, like old sages. Well, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Well, now we get, yeah. Yeah. There's and I think you too, should be proud like, to be old. You know, true, we may not have traditional lives, right? But it's like, you know, true, we may not have traditional lives, right? Exactly. But, you know, people do that. But then I think. Who wants a traditional life? Because we don't have that traditional life, we kind of went through more. Like, not more, but different things. And it's like. Things that, you know, like, I guess people that have traditional life didn't go through. So we have more of a, I, I don't, I think they have more of a broad spectrum of things. Do you know what I mean? It's not one note. It's like different things. So, you know, so maybe we, not that we have more wisdom, but, you know, maybe it's just more broad in a way, you know? So I'm like, oh, okay. So, you know, I didn't really do the things that I was yeah. supposed to do, meaning like, 
settle down or whatever or like you know stay back home and but you know I have this specific wisdom that you know I will use one day and it's like different you know maybe like I was imagining myself in the old folks home and then like but like you know I have my guitar and I'm like totally like and then like some someone like you know somebody's son or daughter would visit their parent and they'd be like who are you and I'd be like let me tell you about my life in New York and they'd be like oh my god you're so cool I'm like yeah I have different set of wisdom than the people that you know like you're you know these people in wheelchairs like you know these old people that stayed you know that got married and yeah well they'll be like I had a marriage I was married with a career and now I'm an old person and you'd be like um, I was in a yeah. fucking band, and my relationship I mean, dissolved, I, and I kept going. I was already. I'm gonna tell you about it with my like, guitar right the band now. That I was gonna have. Like, I want to hang out with that lady. Together at the senior retirement center, <laughs> and what songs I wanted to play. Like I was like, oh my god, so I'm gonna play this, and it's gonna be amazing. And everyone's gonna be like, oh my god, this is. I'm like, yeah. Like when I'm like, I don't know, 75 or something. It's like, you know, things to look forward to. I'm like, oh yeah. Playing like you know, uh, you know uh, Juliana Hatfield yeah. playing Sony Five. Be like, remember this gem? Yeah, well that's the thing. Uh, though, like, Hatfield, like, yeah, well that's the thing. Like that's like how to interpret passing. Like, look, yeah. I'm not saying looking forward to passing, but just being okay with passing. And I, I was saying this early. I don't know. I was talking about passing with I think Kelsey or like I was in a text form. I was like, oh, that sounds like. When I was saying passing, I was like, <laughs> like passing for a straight, <laughs> or like I can pass for like white or something. I was like, no, not privileged passing, but like passing on, because I don't even. Yeah, but then even, even to say death sounds like a dead end. You know, I think in Latin that that's what it would mean. But I think I like this idea of passing and like goodbye horses is like, it's transcendental and it's it's above. Like yeah. what I just read, like you're just looking down. It's like removing your emotion from it, not in a bad way, but just that feeling so tied to the end and like not defining it. Yeah. So, you know, that's relationships. Um, I think of like all the band, like people that aren't speaking to yeah. me anymore, like relationships that I've lost, not because of death, right. because it just passed. And I'm okay. I have to be okay with it. You know, if someone like resents me I was like that's I can't apologize again yeah. like, I don't know what I eat you, you know it, it, that's yeah, the letting yeah. go part that's what because I, if I don't that's what I'm, trying to deal with. I'm gonna be riddled with guilt um, actually, yeah yeah and, uh, um, you think of things that you that you did to people or whatever and you're like like a lot of guilt and that kind of like uh, guilt it kills me yeah guilt kill I don't I was talking to my therapist and I was like yeah guilt's not good you know for what? you I, I have a really hard time with guilt and also forgiving myself and I like obsessively think about it and I'm like and she's like that's not bad and I'm like I can see myself if I don't get rid of this guilt becoming like an alcoholic or some shit and I understand now I'm like oh my god if I don't but then again it's like now I feel like at this time like there's things things can be resolved we're, we're still young so you know now is the time to kind of like you know tie up loose ends you know so 
but when you're like older and then like it has passed yeah. maybe, maybe harder and then that's when I was like when I told her I was like oh I can see myself getting becoming like an alcoholic because I can't deal with the guilt and she's like that's crazy and I'm like no I will become an alcoholic you know well then you'll just be a Manelli. I mean you could just yeah. Last all the nervous breakdowns and the, the famous nervous breakdowns in the world. I, uh, Even live bandmates yeah, included. I um I uh um, yeah, I'm all about Oh shit. That sounds like um, a positive book. passing. Oh positive no, passing. I just invented some fucking oh. pronoun. Oh no. Well, I'm actually still positive passing. <laughs> well, I'm actually still trying to write this book. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's called <laughs> Um, gay man's guide to dating a straight man, or is it straight man's guide to dating a gay man? No. Okay. So what happened when I was at the Queens Co-op? We were looking up an author that had some good thing about entrepreneurship, but it was like some female author. And then the this, this girl Sarah was like, "What the hell is this?" And it was like, "Lesbian's guide to dating a straight woman." Is it self-published? Yeah. Oh, no. And <laughs> it was like a real book. Was and I'm, published? No. Oh, no. Like she was a known author. And I was like, what kind of scam is this? And then I was like, after we read the notes on it, I was like, oh. And, but I was like, oh, I need to take advantage of this. Because I have a couple straight guy friends that I'm like, I don't, like, they have some gay, they're not gay. They just, I was like, but I could write the... Like, yeah. Gay man's like guy to dating a straight man. It'd be so like yeah. it's like the skinny girls version of like, shit. Where it's like, what a horrible <laughs> concept. But like, it would sell. Like, I could actually give yeah. you tips Wait, to like gay. dating a straight man as a gay man, or vice versa. Straight, yeah. Wait, I think it's actually straight. It's a straight girl. The, the title is straight. Right. Yeah. Straight girls guide to dating lesbians. So I was gonna make. Right? Yeah. Think about that. The face you just made is the same face I made. I was like, what the fuck is that oh, about? Yeah. Because everything's crazy, so nothing makes sense. So I'm like, I have to take advantage of it. Why not? I'll write the guy not. for straight guys that want yeah. to date gay men. I mean, I don't want to date gay men and I'm gay, so yeah. I think gay, gay book maybe I could. Except not a gay band. Um, anyway... Um, um, I think that's it. I just wanted to clarify well, some things. Like, is there so, anything I have no, to clarify? Well, actually, yes. Yeah. So after this video, so you have like a so, no, album in the works yeah, or so things, video, other songs in the works? Yeah. I recorded a, I have a whole album. I'm just debating whether people put albums out anymore. This is my first single and I think I'm going to put out yeah. My full record by summer, but it's like no one makes records anymore. But I'm tired of waiting yeah. for 12 songs and three engineers and one. Pro I'm the producer, and then who's gonna mix it this way? I'm gonna mix part of it, and um, maybe I'll put out a single in a couple months under the single. But honestly, I'm like four, three or four songs. I'm thinking about putting out an EP that's just called oh, Horses. Oh, that's actually amazing. Yeah. But the whole theme is horses. And um, because like you've seen me play this song yeah. as quitters, 
with Johnny Kelsey. Yeah. And it's like a ripper. It's like fucking heavy and violent. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe I'll make that, you know? That would be and awesome. Yeah. Like, like I, I'm thinking about doing a piano version. <laughs> with, in the, like, I think with like, candlelight and just like, you know, two pianos, yeah. like Tori Amos, <laughs> like, to, like, cornflake girl, like, a, like very Tori Amos. T- I was just like, <laughs> you bet, you bet your life like, it is. Horses, why'd you get? <laughs> you bet. Oh, that would be rad, you though. You bet your for real. horses, <laughs> it is. Right? Okay, I guess I'll do that in January. I've been working on it. Um, formatting, um, I guess, Bandcamp. And Spotify. Did you have question? And continue um, with this theme. Did you have uh, another question? No. Like, uh, question as it related? I mean, I guess that's all I mean, that. I mean, you have so much insight into my life. So you actually, any question you had, because um, you played with, oh, we learned guitar I mean, together, we know. Well, like, this and like you know your podcast, you're continuing doing oh, more I mean, episodes of your podcast. Yes. Yes. Thanks for asking. So, starting in January, I, I I need to make post production money to finish mixing mixing. Excuse me. Same thing, different language. Editing the documentary, which is done. Like, I finished it because Nero and Sarah came on, who are the people that helped made me this video with me. But now I need to edit it, and I need to get money to finish that. And while I'm doing that, I this season I'm shifting into like making it more nervous breakdown centric. And in the next month, with this release, uh, I think in the next few episodes, I want to talk about this theme of passing, like passing on, and keeping it going. And so, be talking to you about this for now, and then. Uh, this week I'm releasing Arabella Poffler, who knew Williams. So she was able to speak on a, that. And, you know, as someone that she's, has, I don't know, I guess it'll come up in my podcast, but she, she's an art, she's a phenomenal artist, but she's someone that I just met because I wanted information about William Garvey. And then she ended up getting, her cancer came back. So when she's to hear an artist speak about what it's like to be near death or approaching death or being told you have two months to live. I mean, David Bowie. And be an artist. Like, what is that like? Yeah. You know, right? Like knowing, but what do you... Yeah. That's not just... You can be an artist and hear that, but to take that and deal with it in your way, but artists... A creative oh person can be creative yeah, about their, so their death, and she did talk about that. Like, yeah, oh did not to give it away, but she yeah. has planned yeah. her funeral. You know what I mean? like so but it's not yeah. bad. Right. You know what I mean? Like people yeah. are so uncomfortable with death, but it's not death. It's passing, yeah. and it's like, you know, you don't want to go home and deal with your mom's will and trust. Yeah. I have to deal with my father's one when I go home. It's like, yeah. no one wants to talk about it. It's just an uncomfortable language. And it's 
we associate with such bad, it has such a negative connotation to it. And then you find out, especially it applies to families, especially when it applies to death, and we've talked about this, for people that are near death, people, especially in families, and it always seems to line up with the holidays, we avoid talking about it because it's easier to avoid it rather than to process it and be... I don't want to say positive, but just be <laughs> yeah, like, and then this people is what's happening. We're going to get people to see their goodbyes because Most people, people don't talk about it. Yeah. You know, like they, they, that's when the guilt and people hide the in, They don't you know, talk about it. Like the next thing healthy, you know, you're like, like, well, what happened? Like, I didn't know there was more exactly. talked about. And I mean, especially, you know, Asian, I feel like Asian culture, we don't really talk about it. Yeah. You know, it's just like something that's like, We've joked about it. it yeah. We've joked about it. We're joking, but we're not. Like, you usually do this one. Like, I want this song playing at my funeral, but you're telling me to do it. I'm like, I sent you the Spotify uh, link, bitch. Am I supposed this to? Like, clearly it says funeral. Yeah. But that's positive. I mean, that's yeah, it's want, not dark yeah. to add music to your yeah. death. You know, yeah, I, in I fact, I think like that's great, and like I want, you know, I I want like death. I want like a dance you know, party at the I, end, I and I want like at my funeral, like sashimi and pokey buffet, because <laughs> I, I want food and drinks, and you know, oh, and but then, then of course at the end when they scatter my ashes in the sea. When people paddle out, you know, there's going to be, like, you know, kind of sad music. Sad music, but, you know, uplifting. And then, you know, people can come back to the shore and, like, party again. And have dessert. Dessert. Yeah, so mine, exactly. So that border for me is, like, Happy House by Susan Banshees. Because it would be, like, goth, but, like, party. Oh, yeah. And then when you eat yeah. the buffet, it'll be Hong Kong Garden. Because we're talking about right, Chinese food, and I love Chinese food. All right. Um, all right. I'm gonna close up shop with this one, and the video will be in the link, and my Bandcamp to sell the song will be in the link. And the other thing I wanted to point out for the future of the podcast, since you asked, was like I'm gonna make it band centric, too, yeah. with anything related to the nervous breakdowns as it applies to bands. So. Like, next time I talk to you, your focus could be, like, people don't know the influences, like, Lisa Loeb. And we could go, like, me and you could talk about Lisa Loeb for about five hours, even as it applies to guitar playing. So that's that's for 2022, and I'll get to that. And for now, like, this week, up till early New Year, I'm going to be posting a lot, and I'm going to use a lot of tarot card references um, for my life and in the video there's a lot of tarot cards and they're very dark particularly this one card and if you don't read tarot cards it's, it doesn't matter but I'll tell you about the, the, the one that's like dark and horrible no matter what it's the ten of swords and I kept pulling it throughout these years and then when I did this video Sarah brought me a deck and she's like just pick ten cards and we'll use it in the desert so the, those cards in the desert are what I picked and the fir- and it's right at the title, right when I lay the, that card down. Nero filmed, like edited it, and Sarah filmed it. It's a ten of swords. And if you oh, Google, no. it's for, it's a man lying down with ten swords stuck in his back. And 
I was like, yeah. I can't believe I picked this. But I know it's it because I knew everything was in sync because Ten of Swords is just betrayal and letdown. And that's, but that's the birth of this record is people letting me down and literally being stabbed in the back too. Like, but like we're talking about lessons. It's like, yeah. it's just like a, it, it makes you a better person. It's a hard lesson. You learned all instruments. Invaluable. I did. And even if, if one of you, if anyone listening had a sword in their hand, they stuck it through me. We're totally cool because this is the product of the, the swords being like pushed through me. And I'm yeah. still not, I'm not, I'm not trying to take the sword and stab anyone back. All I'm doing is like producing this, this record. And that's my response to being stabbed. So I'm, I'm reacting artistically, which is what I do. I'm not, I'm a fighter, but I'm not, um, you know, I'm not a shit kicker, I guess you know? My closing is, I want to say happy birthday. Oh, thank you. And, um, yeah, it's your birthday. Congratulations oh, thank you. for finally being my <laughs> age. It's, my today. <laughs> it's terrible. But, uh, I'm, I'm very excited to see this video and I'm, I'm sure everyone will love it. It's a, it's very gorgeous. Props to Nero and Sarah. Yeah. Yes, the Black Party. I love them. Um, thank you for doing this interview, yes. and I'll see I'll see you next year with our Lisa Loeb one, like a series. And um, I want to close by saying thank you to everyone that supports me. Um, I will be putting up stuff for film support on New Year's where I, speaking of passing, I failed. You have to. I, I drank all the. I drink yeah, all the Prosecco. It's my birthday. So, yeah, we'll be in touch, folks. Um, thanks for supporting this much. And if you did stab me in the back, I forgive you. Or maybe you want me, maybe you don't want me to forgive you. Tori Hanzo sword. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Like. Okay, now and still, baby. All right. Thanks for listening and supporting um, I'll put all the links in in, uh, in the bio, as they say. But also, um, I'll be back in a few days with Arabella's podcast, which is phenomenal. But happy birthday to me, and thank you for your support. And um, goodbye to William Garvey, who is a phenomenal artist. And uh, peaches. <laughs> I can't um, do well. no, I'm gonna cry. Oh, we love you <laughs> and so many good memories. Oh. She'll come back. Uh, She'll be back. All right. So many good memories. She'll come back. All right, I broke it. Um, all right. Um, I love you, Peaches. Peaches Ramos. I will see you. I'll see you about. Two.